It's Friday again. <laughs> Episode 46. Lots of energy. Oh, wait. I have a rant coming up. Yay. song being that fast. Did you uh, speed it up a few? Uh... No, I, I, didn't, I didn't change it at all. It just seemed like... Maybe it, we're just slower. The Perry Como version? Exactly. It's the lounge version. Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Scott Duarte on this end and all on that. Welcome back, everybody. Yay. Another exciting episode. Yay. Another wonderful Friday. Yay. I'm going to put that on tape so I don't have to say it anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yes, we're back again. It is uh, fr- standard Friday afternoon after cloudy. rainy, cloudy, humid, crap, summer, hate. Nasty. Horrible. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> well, I'm doing great, thanks. Uh, so, yeah. Um, News. Yes. News. News is I actually feel like I have more energy right now than really? I have in a long time. An energy vampire, you've sucked it out of me. Maybe, maybe. Okay, what real news do we have? Uh, I ran across a uh, reference link from. Evidently, there's evidently there's a ton of universities in this town. In Hirakata. In Hirakata, there are like ten. What? Yeah. Well, you got to remember, Hirakata is big. It's a big city. So I ran across another foreign language school in town, mm-hmm. and somebody from there has accessed the site. I don't know who. It looks like they were referred from somebody, but I can't tell. Uh huh. Gotta love the. Uh, gotta love the. Um, uh, Star sixty nine on yeah, the yeah, on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> on the internet. Yeah. So um, whoever you are there, hi. Is it a language school or a, like a university? It's, it's a university, and actually they have more departments than we do. Wow. So, yeah, so I'm like, well, if you're looking to offer a couple guys a job, <laughs> we are the cutting edge here at education. That's right. Just bankroll us. That's right. That's right. You got any news? Um, my On my class uh, website, eslstudentpublications.com, the advertisements are now up. Uh, you can also subscribe at iTunes and download Not, the whole. So when you say advertisements, you don't mean like go buy this. It's no, the no, video no. My, my students, the... yeah, their video projects were to create um, service or product advertisements for uh, either faux products or real products. Cool. How many real and how many faux did you end up? Um, oh, they were all real, but for example, one one group did. A cell phone, and they wanted to show that it was um, pretty. No, you just took the thought out of waterproof. Waterproof. Oh, so that could be interesting. Yes. 
I mean, especially if it's not. <laughs> I don't think it was, but um, <laughs> it was it was a good commercial. That the the humor they used in it worked really well. It didn't really convey the waterproofing, <laughs> the waterproofiness of it. Waterproofiness. But, See, Stephen Colbert, you got nothing on us. <laughs> So, so go go yeah. see those. Check those out. They're also on YouTube. Yay. Um, any others? I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Uh, check us out over at uh, Blueberry with no E's. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff. Uh, I signed us up for the Educational Podcast Network. EPN Net. EPN something dot org. EPN Net dot org epnnet.org, I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Um, but they have a bunch of uh, a bunch of uh, educational stuff. I'll, you know, I keep looking through though. You know, looking for somebody who's doing the same thing that we are and doing it better. <laughs> uh, but I haven't really. There's no one out there right now. No, there's nobody doing what we're doing. And so I am uh, putting out an appeal to listeners. If there's somebody else out there that you are aware of in podcast land, more in podcast land than blog land, because we don't actually do all that much boroging, um, let us know, because uh, I'm curious to see what other people are talking about. Are there any other ESL teachers that are talking about ESL teaching, not doing stuff for students? There's a, a snot load of stuff out there for students. Um, and, but, uh, people who are actually doing stuff for teachers, you know, for the classroom, what can, what can happen, uh, in the classroom? Um, the, man, I got, I got <laughs> my clutch got stuck. Um, well, I mean, they have ESL teacher talk and those, uh, we reviewed it. Uh, a while back, and now they're back up with season two, oh, and it's back. a teacher, well, one teacher left, the teacher in Korea uh, left, left Korea and left uh, the ESL teaching field, but the teacher in Japan um, is now working with a teacher in Taiwan, and they are broadcasting and doing basic, I, I haven't listened to that much of it, but they do talk about different games, and like I said before, I think it's primarily um, K through 6 or K through K 12. Through or even like Eikaiwa stuff. Exactly, or yeah, yeah Inst Language Institute stuff. All right, I found it. It's uh, epnweb.net. Dot dot org. Epnweb.org. Okay. Org. Yep. So go check them out. and. It's the cutting edge of the internet. No. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Um, <laughs> go check them out. And uh, I think this is the one that if you search for education, you can add us as a, as a friend. Uh -huh. uh, and I know Blueberry does that as well. So do that just because it makes you cool with all your friends. All your friends will be jealous. Yeah. <laughs> there were there were also um, a few other ESL kind of teacher things, but they were just like two shot or three shotters. Yeah, yeah, and well, there, I mean, the, there's um, uh, Japan casting with Steve McCarty, who's kind of in this area somewhere. 
Um, I got to see if I can track him down one of these days, but uh, his quality is kind of not great. But uh, some of the stuff he has in there is interesting. Well, I mean, that, but... that's how I kind of feel also about the ESL teacher talk. They do a lot over Skype. So just with that, that technology hasn't really gotten to be crystal clear level yet. Right, right. Yeah, and actually the talk shoe thing that I had talked about before is also, um, it sounds, it, it really sounds like AM radio, which, you know, it, if you're just talking, I suppose that's the, that's fine, but I mean, we got all this cool music that we got from old Mark Blasco. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> um, and so, you know, it'd be a shame. Anyway. Um, right. ESL tips and tricks for teachers and students, it says. I haven't seen that. There's an ESL news podcast. See, I think that's aimed at the students, though. Ah. News for students. Like Sassy's News, who we talked about before. And stuff like that. Yeah, yes, they're, they're, yes. Using news to help learners. Yeah, see, I mean, and helping the, the, the learner stuff that's out there, there's some good stuff and there's a lot of crap. Um, and I think, you know, I think it'd be, it's worth digging through and checking out. And I suppose one of these days we'll have to actually sit down, maybe over the summer that can be our homework. We'll sit down and actually cut some audio from some of these guys. And, uh, so that you guys out there in listener land, in your podcast, in your, in your po- iPod pocket, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Can, clock uh, it. Your iPod clock, clock it. it. Can uh, hear what other people are doing. So that seems, sounds like a good homework assignment. But that just gives you more incentive to listen to us and only us. Absolutely. And tell your friends and your uncle. Yes. And your uncle's friends. And, you know, if you like us, then, um, and you're, you have a, alumni listserv yeah 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 pass it around yeah pass it around um yeah and if you if you're also listening to other podcasts i mean i know there are a number of other podcasts out there by people who do esl stuff um but are not doing an esl podcast there's a bunch particularly because we're in japan i know of a few tokyo calling uh kobe beef and kobe beef is starting another one called the way of the grape no uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so he's doing. He's, well, he's starting a wine co- uh, podcast about okay. just about wine. But I know he's also Japanese teaching Japanese wine because it's so fun. No, <laughs> no, it's it's a, like a regular, just a wine, okay. wine, not related to Japan at all, really. Other he's than... bitching about things. No, not that kind of wine. No. Oh, okay. You no, no. you missed that one. Totally, I had no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> We're ten minutes in. We need to get. Uh, okay, let's get, get the... rolling. Get to the irritating the people who are out there listening. Crack the whip. So, um, as a warning, I believe, and I could be wrong, but I believe I'm going to say stuff that will probably irritate some people. So, if you're smiling now and you get irritated easily, go ahead and stop. <laughs> you know, scroll over to the end and and call it a day, because otherwise, take out your 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 coffee mug because there's a rant of brewing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so uh, I'm interested to hear what you guys think about this, but uh, I have been doing a de- good deal of pondering lately about uh, writing in the English classroom. All right. And, and that I, breaks us into our uh, topic for our today. Topic today is academic Wait, writing versus creative writing. You took my line. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, that's because that's we missed the rehearsal. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> 
So, um, well, you've been pondering this, so let's start yes. in with your, your thoughts. Academic writing, bad. Creative writing, good. Essays, bad. For first-year students. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so there is a caveat, and I'm not saying all academic writing is bad. Mm -hmm. I'm saying 90% of it is bad. Um, and I could probably be pushed to 95 okay. without a whole lot of trouble. Um, okay. But the idea that I have behind it is you want it's 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 kind of a two two prong thing right um you want students by the time they get into university they hate english almost every one of them or at least have a very severe dispassion towards it okay and it's just something that they got to do to keep going so they're low low motivation okay with uh, of course there are, are exceptions and two, the writing that they've done has been based for the test, whichever entrance exam you want to look at, and um, for studying abroad. Okay. You can't see the air quotes, but I'm on either side of the mic. Can you hear it? Here. Here we go. Um, so for studying abroad. And even here... All of our students are not going to be studying abroad. Right. So academic writing or writing for academic purposes is a waste of time. Okay. Well, well, let's let's get into that claim because uh, I'm kind of on the fence here. Sweet. Let's fight. <laughs> ding, ding. Round one. <laughs> okay. First semester here, first year, which I don't really uh, agree with. The first year students are mostly working on the paragraph. Right. Now, you say, okay, but it's still academic writing. Uh, it is and it isn't because they're doing, they're doing descriptive and narrative. Narrative paragraphs, descriptive paragraphs, and that can be totally creative. Yes, I, yes, I concede that point. <laughs> ding, ding! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Round yeah. one goes to Duarte! Enjoy it because that's about <laughs> the last one that you get. <laughs> Well, I said I was on the fence. That's the part okay. that was on the other side. On the other side, yeah, okay. So, I mean, for for those first, um, and you're you're doing, if you go to an even lower level where you're at the sentence structure, I mean, you have the students being able to hopefully be as creative as possible, but if you're teaching them, let's say, relative clauses or things like that with your in, within your sentence instruction or complex sentences, they, they have the freedom to write whatever they want, but to use that uh, form. Yeah, but they're not, it looks like they have the freedom to write whatever they want, but they don't actually, because whatever the teacher says, kind of pre-plants that seed and so it's going to it's going to be focused around whatever the teacher plants for example uh, <laughs> okay my oh yeah well for example it, it, that's exactly it when the teacher gives an example of a couple of sentences that have a uh, relative relative clause structure um 90 no nah, okay I'm overstating. Probably at 80. least at least half, better than okay. half of the students in the class, are going to take that sentence and just copy and the change crap the out of change it. the nouns and possibly the verb, and that's not creative. I agree. I and agree. So, um, well, go ahead. Well, I mean, that's just that's just, <laughs> and this will get some emails too, probably. That's just lame ass students. 
yes to a degree but at the same well, time i know it's not it's not to be fair to the student it's 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 students who are not willing to take risk within the language well and, or not willing in one way or another either they don't want to or they're scared to or or, you or know, they don't have the knowledge to take risk maybe. yeah yeah see i mean what i would like to see is more all right particularly at the university level the students have done enough English to be able to pass a fairly complicated test that my guess is many native speakers would have difficulty passing. True enough. Um, and so we need to figure out how to take advantage of that. And yeah, there is always going to need to be a little, um, a little uh, uh, grammar brush up and stuff like that. But I think I really don't, I, I believe that a lot of the teachers today are not putting any faith in their students. Now, sometimes it's for good reason <laughs> because, you know, they'll put faith in the students and the students will be like, oh, no, 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 what's that? <laughs> right, right. Um, but, you know, how much of that is they don't actually know and how much of it is peer pressure to not know and how much of it, I don't know. There's, right. there's a lot of other factors going on with that. And so um, the sentence is a place to start but you know by the time particularly in japan and probably korea as well the students have studied sentence structure for six or eight years in some cases so, we can Not, get off on a rant right there right but, right yes you're right they and, have studied it and can they to, do it well to, uh, no. they're not talking about well okay, and that's, okay, and that's okay, that okay. well and that's that's the next step it's they can put a, a subject and a verb together and drop a prepositional phrase in a, a majority of the time right and have something that they can come out with so what we need to do as teachers i believe for the first year in university is not teach any academic writing style no no uh five paragraph essays nothing that should be second year for and even then focused primarily on those who have a higher chance of going to uh going overseas to study right um the first year should be all about re-engaging the language okay. and and make when i say creative writing i mean things like stories short stories poems journals journals absolutely journals um because i mean if you have even first year students who really you know have trouble putting together see dick run um have actually is a really crappy sentence see dick run <laughs> <laughs> um they, they they can put enough ideas into a journal, maybe not correct, right? Uh, certainly not 100% correct, but they can put enough ideas into the journal to where they can still build a conversation with somebody else if they're sharing the journal or well, even with themselves. Well, you're going for fluency writing and and yeah. not, uh, I don't know, what's the opposite of fluency writing? I, I, literacy writing? Uh, grammatic writing. Oh, okay. Grammatic. Yeah, sure. Right? Yes. You're just trying to get them to, to put the ideas out there, the right. thoughts down, and if it's it doesn't matter whether they're perfect or nearly perfect sentences as long as they're comprehensible. Right, right, right. Well, and it, I guess that's a good uh, buzzword to hit is comprehensible. <laughs> Too bad you can't hit that buzzword. <laughs> If I had meant round to, two goes to if, if I had meant to do it, it would be even better. But <laughs> comprehensible output, which that was not. <laughs> See, that's irony. Write that one down. 
Um, but the whole, I mean, all of, not all, but most of the teachers here, mm -hmm. yeah, they're doing descriptive paragraphs and they're doing um, narratives and stuff, but, but they're doing it in a academic essay vein. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely shooting for that. Whereas uh, what I'm advocating is not. Okay. You know, is to get them to, to write 50 pages in the first semester and then another 50 pages in the second semester. And some of it can be descriptive. But, you know, make it a, the assignment that I give for my short form writing class is I, I set a bottle of Coke like this. Uh-huh which all you can see at home real easily <laughs> set a bottle of coke on the table and say all right write that you know it's like a still life class for 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 painting right you know, paint that so i tell them write that go th go in and and tell me give me all the detail you can use metaphors use similes because most of them know what a metaphor and a simile is even if they can't necessarily circle it right <clears throat> and you just go you oh you know that? like and ask do i teach it no not even a little bit, uh, but I know some of most of them have it has been taught. So it's kind of a just in time learning as far as mentally. <laughs> <sighs> See, tired and excited. That's bad. <laughs> can't talk. It's a just in time learning for metaphor and simile, because if the, the for the students who know it, I don't have to teach them for the right. students who don't know it. I spend three minutes and say, well, he runs like a rabbit. That's a simile because it uses like. He is as fast as a rabbit. That's a, that's a metaphor. No, that's still a simile because it uses as. as. <laughs> he is a rabbit. That is a metaphor <laughs> because it doesn't use like or as. And so, you know, it's just in time. It's, it's, that's the only information that they need. Right. They don't need a four-hour lecture on where metaphors come, came from and how they're used in society because it's a human thing. I mean, they'll get it. Right. But so it's just, a, it's a just in time learning process that I'm kind of advocating. And so I don't think that you need to waste a whole class time teaching relative clause per se. Right. You know, as an example. And, uh, because only a couple of students probably, maybe even up to half of the class just need a bit of a refresher, just something to bring it to the front of their head. Right. I won that round. Okay, round three. Tuition all. All right. So? <laughs> oh, we're going seven? <laughs> <laughs> three out of five, baby. Because <laughs> you're ahead. We, go, we keep going until I win. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that, I mean, but so you're saying then moving academic writing to second year. Yeah. Even if then. I think I think that well it depends on the program our program yeah. we're sending kids overseas third year so the, it would they have need to be. they need a basic version of it but the nice thing about okay go ahead no 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 okay, no keep going yeah uh, the nice thing about having the creative writing background is you can pull you can pull out one of their stories and say all right you see how you did this paragraph this is really good because this first sentence shows you what's going to be going on in the paragraph this is what we call a topic sentence which you've heard before probably mm -hmm. in high school although you might not have known what it was or or whatever all right um or you've heard it from one of your other teachers because what i see is you know these kids keep going through this four-year system 
And for all four years, they're getting the exact same instructions. Now, it's not sinking in because they don't care about it. It, it doesn't affect them. Right. But if you're telling your story, then, then you want to make your story better. And it's not about, you know, prescriptive grammar. Hey, see, I'm smacking the prescriptives. <laughs> it's not about prescriptive grammar where you say you have to do this and you have to do this. It's about go in and explore the language and find it. And then the teacher's job is find the mistakes and figure out if you need to do a full lesson on relative clause or using right. if or having and at the beginning of a sentence. I wonder if I could talk faster. Well, I just... And no, I, I agree with you. I'm just thinking what's going in through my head is that being... In ESL, and you and I have both been in ESL for 10 years now. I don't remember what it's like for for what regular professors are looking for. Right. I don't know if history professors, when they're asking for essays on the Battle of the Bulge or whatever, um, are looking at topic sentences. I got and, a Battle of the Bulge going. No, right now. It, it won long time oh, ago. Shut up. <laughs> Round four. Can you hear this? Let me turn it up. <laughs> You'll have to wait for the history, uh, <laughs> history teachers battle of bulge. Yes, I don't know if they're actually looking for whether the how much of the the paragraph the body relates to the topic sentence. If it just sm flows smoothly and is coherent right. and on on topic to the majority. I don't know. Right. Um, when I was doing my master's degree, and I did my master's degree in, uh, when did I come here? I came here in 2003, had to take the test in about 2000. Right. And it's the same test that the foreign students have to take. Um, it's, it's San Francisco State uses this instead of the GRE. Uh, basically, it's a writing test. And so they give you a couple of topics, and you have to write a persuasive essay okay. on it. And what they're looking for is basically a five-paragraph five essay structure. Right. In the beginning, tell what you're going to talk about, set out your points, and then in the end, sum it up. And so in a history class or in a uh, sociology class or, or something like that where you're writing, particularly talking about the human experience or something like that, uh -huh. um, and you have to put forth an idea uh, then, yeah, I think they are going to be looking for at least a little bit of a structure, at least a little bit of the structure of what are you going to tell me? Tell me. What did you tell me? And right. I mean, that's the basic, you know, and as you get better at it, you can break the rules and stuff like that. Well, I mean, I was just, I, I gave kind of a, a writing. I didn't say it had to be a paragraph. I didn't say it had to be an essay. Mm-hmm. But just a writing on a topic, what was it on? I don't know. Um, something about Japanese culture. Mm -hmm. And so my student wrote, and it was a nicely phrased topic sentence. It was very well-supported paragraph. But if you really look at it, the paragraph doesn't really quite flow with that one topic sentence. Right, right. Now, I mean, if I'm going by the book, okay, that's points off. Did it re would it really affect it in another class? 
I don't know. Well, and I'll tell you the experience that I had this last week is uh, I wrote this 60-page mini book, basically, for one of the journals that's published by the school. And so it's a it's an essay. It's a huge paper. And um, what I what I found is because an older Japanese fellow was going through it to check it, mm-hmm. um, and he was catching me on stuff similar to that. He's like, this doesn't follow the basic structure. I'm like, that's because I'm a native speaker, and I don't have to do that. And, uh, you know, he was giving me crap about splitting infinitives. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the way I talk. And that's I'll end way. with a two. And I, and I can end with a two because I said so. Because there is a way to fix the ending with the two. You just add one single beautiful word. And never mind. All right. And we got a non-explicit tag on this. So I can't <laughs> tell you what, what the word is. But it ends in a hole. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, but you know, and I I negated a, an infinitive, so I did to not have, to not do, which is totally normal. And it's yeah, and but you know, it's he's like, well, yeah, that may be the way it is in the states, but you need to remember your audience is Japanese grammarians who are prescriptive, right? <laughs> and they're gonna see this and they're gonna be like, wah, 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 wah. and I'm like. Wah, 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 wah. And, and other noises, it. and I changed that one. Because I didn't, I didn't change all the split infinitives because um, it's my writing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's like, I can't let the split with the not happen. I just can't do it. I'm like, well, if whatever you got to do, just make this go away. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and that's kind of what, and that's what I'm saying is, as a native speaker, we go through and we have all of these rules that we force our students to do. And then if you sit down and actually look at some of your writing, oh, I how much do you do yeah. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? And so we pay attention to what we're doing and what we're saying and what we're teaching, right? But not all of the people that I am aware of that teach English, well, how diplomatic was that, <laughs> uh, do. Some of them just say, this is what my English teacher told me 40 years ago, and and damn it, it was good enough for me, and it's going to be good enough for you, and you better do it that way or I'm going to fail you. All right. Me no likey. Well, yeah. True, true. I don't know. I just I go back and forth with that with uh, just the basics. And it's how much do they know? And and it's been in journals and it's been in in uh, magazines whether to to shelve academic writing. Right. How much academic writing do they need in the real world? Well, and that's the other half of what I was thinking about because I haven't read anything. This was just out of my brain. And <clears throat> actually, I have been reading stuff. Remember the video that we talked about the. The one where we called the show to, to Sir with Love with uh, Ken yes. Robinson. Yes, yes. I, I got his book, and I'm in the process <clears throat> of reading through it. So it's talking about creativity and education. And so, you know, academics versus creativity. And, uh-huh. there, and he was talking about it, and there's a place for academics. I think maybe the place is a little less than what he had stated in the book. But, but uh, the, yeah, I, I mean, you do have to have some strictures in a, a writing thing otherwise mm-hmm. you, it's it's like this and you right. can't understand it right and but uh i also think that by and large people don't read that and it's actually one of the things that i have against the idea of academies mm-hmm. you know what i mean by that the academic speak journals where right. unless you sit down and 
structure out the sentences. You can't figure out what the hell the person's talking about. Exactly. I'm, I really hate that. Anyway, <laughs> that's a different that's a different rant. Um, but no, I mean, getting students to be, I think the fluency idea and focused in creative writing, setting up students to have two characters do a dialogue, but not, hi, how are you? I'm fine. Nice weather we're having today, isn't it? No, that's, no. Right. You know, have the students give characters that talk about something. Right. And, or put characters in a situation. For example, say, all right, you have to write a story and it's got to have uh, an airplane with a pink propeller and a green cap on the thing, you know, and somehow that has to be an important part of the story. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, somebody could get hit in the head and then that person has to go to the hospital and that's what the story is about is the trip to the hospital. But without that piece, the story doesn't happen. Right, right, right. We'll call it the motivator. Which, I mean, that that's a standard creative writing exercise. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I or, you know, what would the world be like without fish? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Backpacks, whatever. <laughs> you know. The world would be backpacks without fish? No. <laughs> Yes, the world would be backpacks without fish. Maybe that's what we should have on, that, on the, for the thing. Actually, that'd Little be kind of cool. Line. The world would be backpacks without fish. And we'll uh, end with <laughs> Yeah. So remember, on your way to work, the world would be backpacks without fish. <laughs> that's going to be on the next T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> on the first T-shirt, we still have it. Oh, no, we do we have, do the, have, we have the our T-shirts. Anyway, um, so well, what, do you, what do you think? I mean, uh, really... I don't know. I mean, I still, I still am teaching. Well, for my second years, because I haven't taught first years in a long time. Uh, my second years, I still, the first semester, it's more creative. We'll, we'll do narrative and we'll do descriptive paragraphs, but then we do a whole, the, the, the choose your own adventure, mm -hmm. and that's free reign on how much I just say it can only be if they have to do two pages per section. Only a quarter of those two pages can be dialogue. The rest has to be description, description, narration, something like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and then second semester, we'll get into the academic uh, essays and so forth. Because if they are going to university, they do need those skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, and I agree. I, I don't think that that's something that should be cut out entirely. But by and large nobody's going overseas their second year of university. Right. And so first year of university needs to be uh, kind of a reintroduction to the language, but not this is a noun, this is a verb. Right. Um, and it must always be this way, and you must always use a in this position and an in this position and the in this position. I'm boring you, right? Yes, you are. <laughs> and so it's the – that, and that's what our students feel, except magnified by about 50 times, because right. for them it sounds like blah, 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 well, verb, blah, Well, blah, we blah. Let, let, let the Japanese professors teach that to them and, and let the natives become the heroes and, and teach the creative things. But sure. they need to have some form of structure that first year – to give them the opportunity to get creative with the language that second year or that second semester. They, they still need to have a base because if I'm giving them free reign on the narration, it still needs to be fairly grammatical Yeah, for my uh, work. Well, I mean, are you talking about structure as in paragraph structure or are you talking about sentence structure it needs to, well it needs to have focus paragraphs yeah focus paragraphs um okay. it needs to have a um 
I don't have a phone. It... Uh -huh. <laughs> Oops. That's okay, all the time going. we have. Hold on for just a second. How is it? Okay, there we go. All right. <laughs> I, 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 sorry. Sorry. <laughs> and I totally lost your train of thought. That's okay. Focus paragraph. Uh, they got to have paragraphs. Well, well, they have to have focus paragraphs and they have to have be able to do a variety of sentence structures. I don't want all simple sentences. Right, right. And so they need to have that kind of knowledge. And that kind of knowledge, some form, way, shape, or form needs to be taught uh, first year, yeah. first semester. Yeah. Uh, and I don't necessarily, I, I don't necessarily disagree. I guess, I guess the biggest thing that I'm railing against is the five paragraph essay. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, I think that the other stuff, the sentence focus and, and, uh, well, it's not sentence, it's sentence structure and paragraph focus can be done basically by just repeating the mantra, one idea, one paragraph, one idea, one paragraph, one idea, how many, how many ideas in a paragraph? One. That's yeah. right. Good. Um, no, I agree. It, it can be it can be um, taught in in various ways and manners, yeah. and it doesn't have to be old school. Right, right. But um, it needs to get done. But yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Now, so. when I have my students do their journals, yeah, they can free flow and be discombobulated and and all that. Yeah, well, and the idea of keeping it as creative writing as in a story. You know they gotta they gotta keep the narrative going and they right. they need to have a coherent beginning a coherent middle and a, hopefully unless they're Tarantino a coherent end <laughs> um, you know and so uh, yeah to keep that to keep that moving through right um, so. but yeah I mean that that's why my my year long class first semester is always more creative second semester is always get down to it yeah see. <clears throat> I I kind of think that the second year can be more brass tacks. You are you know, and plus the more creative writing you do, the better off you'll be as far as vocabulary. I believe, uh -huh. and I don't have anything to back this up. Um, <clears throat> as far as vocabulary and word choice and word order uh, can all be focused on in that first year, and it's going to be expanded because well, I need to talk about this backpack. Okay, great, talk about that backpack. But don't do it the same way you did it when you talked about the backpack last time. Right. Because that was bored. It bored me and I fell asleep. And so you need to find a more exciting way to do it. Or even backpack. if it was exciting, if you do it the exact same way, it's going to lose I'll its become, freshness. Yeah, I'll become bored and yeah. I'll fall asleep. And, and when I fall asleep, I'll give you a zero. Well, and, and, and going to the point you made earlier, it all depends on, for example, for us, what levels. Right. If I'm, I'm teaching the high levels, they're going to... They will be the students going overseas. They need to know. Well, I think I think for the first year, for those high levels in particular, they can they will get the most out of a creative writing. Well, year. I'm it's talking second year. Okay, so. okay, yep. Then yes, I agree. <laughs> All right, uh, thirty nine minutes. Anything I told else? you we could drag it out. Absolutely, absolutely. Anything else you want to say? No. I'm um, pretty I'm, happy. Yeah, right. I'm content. My belly's full. I'm <laughs> ready to curl up for a nap. All right. So, my name is Scott. And uh, I'm Scott. And uh, my email is oh, scott yeah. at edgycation.org. 
And I am Scott Duarte, S-C-O-T-T-D-U-A-R-T-E at education.org. Yay. So send us email. Let us know what you think. Uh, sign up for the website. Uh, tell your friends and your uncle. And What your kind of creative uh, writing uh, activities you do in class? And uh, how do you break out of the uh, strictures of academic writing and do interesting things with that? So we is out of here. All right. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Peace.